0: Stan Mars, only on Good
1: Hope FM. Touch base with our resident GP, Dr. Farhan Khan. We'll find out what's happening in his world today.
0: Morning, Doc. Morning, Stan. How are you?
1: Not so good today.
0: Oh, sure. What's wrong?
1: I don't have a connect with, with, with doctors and things. Well, won't you be my connect, please?
0: I've been trying to be your connect for years now,
1: Stan. Are you going to make me thin? I just
0: wish you could connect.
1: <laughs> I just your Wi-Fi router, Stan. Uh, <laughs> my Wi-Fi router. <laughs> So, I was with the doctor on Saturday, and then myself and the doctor, we saw something in the traffic, and the doctor was so calm about it. I, of course, jumped out and I took my phone, because you know, I'm immature like that. But it was just priceless, Doc. I mean, nothing upset you, or nothing gets your blood pumping. What's going on with you?
0: I think the more hectic the situation is, the calmer (laughs) calmer you are. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I say to him, see what's happening there. And he says to me, "Yeah, no, I've been saying, it's, it's calm. It's
0: like, <laughs> even Aki get along well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same was rustig. was rustig.
1: Doc, thank you for your time this morning at 7.20. Obviously, Doc, I mean, I, I, was, I was listening to the news now and people are talking about, about new variants coming. And they're saying that this variant could potentially um, spread even faster than the last one. Yeah, and obviously, it's, so there's a lot of anxiety with with some people. A lot of people, the anxiety is gone, but anxiety in kids sure. post lockdown. I mean, wh- where have we at? Where where have we been at? So, from your perspective, what have you been seeing in your practice, especially with kids?
0: Yeah, it's interesting you ask that, Stan. You know, over the last few weeks, what I've been noticing is a lot of my teachers and educators, you know, they've been complaining about kids about about having discipline issues at school. You know, so much so that a principal who I spoke to has actually set aside a complete day in order to manage these disciplinary matters. You know, and unfortunately, I think the last two years have contributed towards these discipline issues. Because a lot of these kids, unfortunately, you know, they have... Lost loved ones. They've lost parents. They've lost grandparents. You know, and they haven't had uh, their ability. They haven't been able to process any of these emotions. You know, they've lost a lot of their social skills as well. Um, sure. You know, and unfortunately, they have a lot of built-up anger and frustration. You know, and these kids, you know, they have that separation anxiety. The separation from from losing the parents. They go at school. They're worried about the parents at at home, and. Unfortunately, the last two years, all we've done is we've tried to protect our kids from getting COVID-19. But from a psychological point of view, I think very little has been done. And I think as a result, we are, we are seeing that now. The kids, unfortunately, have been in survival mode over the last two years. And now we actually seeing the ramification of the survival mode, you know. So much so the kids are actually presenting with major, major anxiety symptoms, insomnia, abdominal pains and headaches and stuff as well.
1: Dr. Varan Khan, a resident GP, chatting to us today. Doc, in terms of teenagers, how do you think they've been affected, if if at all?
0: yeah, I think that's an interesting one, Stan. I think these emerging adults, you know, unfortunately have been affected in a very profound emotional level, you know. Teenagers are already going through quite a bit of emotional changes, and these emotions have been compounded by the effects of these these lockdowns um, that we have had, you know, so much so that at work at the moment I've seen I've seen a few kids with, with suicidal thoughts and also self harm behavior, mm. which is very very concerning, you know. And unfortunately, sure. some of the parents have no idea as what what's going on with with our teenagers, you know. And I think we need to connect with our kids.
1: Hundred percent. Keep the doors of communication open.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, I think we need to take time out from our busy day. You know, speak to our kids. How was your day at school? How's your friends? What did you do? You know, take some time out. Go out, go play some soccer with your, with your kids, you know, go for a walk, you know, go on a bicycle ride. But you need, we need to start doing those type of things to connect with our kids. I think the last two years, there's been a huge disconnect, especially with our teenagers, unfortunately. And I think importantly, is in our community, we need to seek help. Uh, I think when it comes to, to mental issues and psychological issues, we tend to shelve it quite a bit. Um, and we tend to, you know, not tell people about it. This is the type of thing that needs to be spoken about, you know, we need to chat about it so we can try and sort these things out. I mean, when your child is sick, we take them to the doctor. Child's coughing, we take them to the doctor. But when your child is depressed and, and stuck in his room and not communicating, then we say, oh, no, he's going through a phase. Those kids need to be watched out for, you know, you need to take care of them.
1: 100% that's great, great advice. Dr. Farhan Khan, a resident GP, touching base with us uh, Tuesdays. Doc, thank you so much for your time. All the best. We touch base with you next week. Just in terms yeah. of this apparent or supposed new variant that's coming, what is our timelines looking like?
0: Yeah, so at the moment, we don't necessarily have a new variant. What I have been seeing is that we've seen a lot more cases. So obviously, we'll wait for the sequencing of these viruses and we'll see if there are any, any new variants, any sub variants, even of, of Omicron. Um, for now, we're still seeing quite a bit of Omicron at the moment. Um, interesting though, Stan, I just want to let our listeners know that if you've had a and j vaccine, the J&J vaccine is now a two-shot vaccine. So you should get a second shot at least two months after your first one. And then you still need a third booster. I get now, you. I think a lot of people are assuming that J&J is just a one-shot, but J&J is a two-shot vaccine.
1: We're learning all the time. 7.24, let go. Doc, thank, thank you so much for your time. We touch base again.
0: Cool, Stan. Take it
1: easy. Shot brew. You too. Ciao, yeah, ciao. The Great Breakfast with Stan Oz.
0: Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m.